Because when that nigga put on when that nigga put on that EDM helmet, it it it, it turned it on. He was like, he was like, it, it looks like Optimus Prime's dick. <laughs> 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 How do oh, I look, guys? Man. You look like Optimus Prime's dick. <laughs> Hilarious. Gosh yeah. darn. Hell of a tangent. But you know what? You know those are two motherfreaking movies that you need to check out, dog. Facts. And we're back. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Round One Podcast. I'm Joshua. It's your boy, Lou. And here we are, a little later than usual, bringing you the UFC 240 post-fight breakdown. Yeah, if our voices aren't hoarse, it's because we didn't do it directly after watching the card. Yes. Uh, Saturday was a rough day in a good way for us. Yeah, seriously, man. You know, it was it was like a miracle that we actually made it through the entire car. Not that the car sucked or anything. But no, not at all. We had an epic showdown, a battle, a mother freaking war. war right before the actual pay-per-view war. Got some uh, shout-outs to Apocalypse Paint in, uh, I think that's Haddonfield, New Jersey. Uh, I want to say Sicklerville. Um, maybe Haddonfield, but I want to say no Hamilton. 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 Yeah, it's not Haddonfield. Hamilton. Mm. Yes, definitely. Shout outs to Apocalypse Paintball in uh in 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 Hamilton, New Jersey. If you Hamilton. Yeah. If if you like if you like Call of Duty, uh, or Battlefield or uh, Fortnite or any of those types of games. Get off of your behind. Take a trip to uh, Hamilton, New Jersey, to Apocalypse Paintball, man, and, and do it real. It's it's so much better live. It's yeah, it's dope when they shooting across the screen, but man, once the bullets start flying, once the paint starts splashing, your behind starts dashing. It ain't nothing more fun than 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 actually doing some live action. You know, people that do LARP. Yeah, paintball yes, is like LARP live for action role play. Role play. Yeah. Yes. Paintball is like it's like LARP. Lightning bolt. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they've got speedball fields. They actually have a um, a speedball team. Um, I don't know how professional. I know they're legit. Um, that's Apocalypse themselves have their own uh, team. And then they've got rec ball. They've got woods ball. And what we found out, shockingly enough, is... Um, They've got scenario coming. Uh, we rolled up there to de- uh, on this past weekend and saw five cabins sitting out there by the woods ball, and was hey. like, "No good." I'm sorry. No, I was just like, "Holy shit! What what are they about to? Get? Are we about to clear buildings now?" Fuck yes, scenario, bro. The, the the idea of this paintball scenario where we can clear the cabins and, and 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 fight inside and outside the cabins is so dope. Along with the fact that they already got the woods ball field and the um and, and the the speedball course, Apocalypse Paintball is the place to be, my man. The people are cool down to earth. They don't hassle you. They allow you to to come up with different rules to the game as long as everybody's just playing free and having fun. Apocalypse Paintball, Hamilton, New Jersey. You gotta check it out. 
Shout outs to my man Hector. It is such a great place. Dope time. We had a lot of first timers that came out, and man, they all had an amazing time. Uh, my son came out nine years old, so don't even be afraid of the paintball. I know a lot of people say that you know it hurts. It does, but man, it's it's the pain is worth it. It was so much freaking fun. One more time for Apocalypse. So uh, back to UFC 240, and uh, since we had an epic war out in the field, we were contemplating uh, if we would make it through UFC 240 at all, will we give it our proper dues, our proper respects, or should we just wait until the next day and uh, catch it? Thankfully to my cousin, that decision was made for us. Word is born. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's let's get into this. Um, the prelims. Um, I watched the first two fights on the prelims. I know we was trying to um, run around and get things ready, but um, honorable mention from the prelims is the uh, uh, Hakeem. Uh, I think his name is Hakeem Mean. Yeah, uh, Mean. Yeah, Hakeem Mean Dewudo. Yeah, I think it's the Wadu. It's a fair statement too. It's one of those. It's either Dewudo or Dewadu. We're we're somewhere in the ballpark though. Mm, yeah, that dude came out. I like. I, I you know, I really enjoyed watching him. His his fight. Um, his his, uh, his opponent Yoshinori Hore. Yeah. Was um. He was very. He was he was active. He was moving. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what I like. He, he he was the fighter to me. Like, if I wanted to be a fighter, but I definitely knew I didn't want to get hit, I would adopt his style. Yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of like it was like a, for lack of better word or lack of better term, it was like a broken Dominic Cruz type of style. Like he had a whole lot of footwork, yeah. but he wasn't doing it the right way. He was constantly going into the direction of the uh, of the man's power hand and power foot. And he and, was on his heels in doing so. Yeah, well, he was doing yeah. a lot of circling out, you know what I mean? He didn't make it difficult. It was a third-round finish, a third-round TKO. But uh, uh, Hakeem had to work for it. Um, but I literally mean, like, he was on his heels. Like, yeah. normally you, you do it on your toes. That way you can quickly pivot. This man was circling into the power on his heels. It thought that was weird. Yeah, I think a more um, seasoned fighter would have would have kicked him in the head in the first round yeah. or the second round at least. But uh, but but my man got it done. My man got it done. It was a lot of um, it was a lot of lot of it was a lot of movement. And but but we, you know, you could just smell the finish. You could smell that it was coming. Yeah. And uh, as soon as Hakeem started um, getting in with in the clinch with those knees and stuff like mm -hmm. that, he put the he put the work in, he put the pieces together, man, and and ended up finishing. He did catch him with a head kick too. He did. Uh, he did. Yeah, I was calling. I was screaming at the top of my lungs. Head kick. <laughs> kick him in the head. He was in the coach's corner there. I swear, bro. I, when you're circling into the in, into that direction constantly. It's one way if you're circling out, but you're literally circling into it with your head down, your hands down. Just kick the man in the head and put him out of his misery. One time for the honorable mention, Hakeem Dewadu. Ten and one in the UFC. His name is Mean. Has a high-pitched voice, but I like him. Yeah. He said he wants to take over Canada. He wants to be the new, well-known, the new pride of, uh, of Canada. The mean, prideful Canadian. I like it. I like what you got going on, Hakeem. Liking a lot, buddy. So then you had the first fight of the main card. Uh, 
Mark Andre Berlut. Yeah. I think I got that wrong again. Versus Christoph Jotku. Jotko. You was right. God yeah. Jesus. Anyway, you, you had a you had you was you was closer before you actually heard the the uh, proper enunciation of the name. That is true. Um, so this was my one tick of the night. Uh, so this one ended in a decision. Um, trying to remember, it was I. I was a little surprised, like. The times while I was watching, I know we was trying to get uh, the burgers and hot dogs done, but um, the times I was watching it, I thought Mark Andre was more active. Then, of course, the replays at the end of each round reminded me I was wrong. Yeah. Um, well, I don't have a lot to say about this fight, <laughs> so I'm not going to fake it. I didn't know these guys coming in. You could just mm hmm it. <laughs> yeah, I could. I exactly what you do. I didn't know these guys coming in, and unfortunately, I probably won't remember them well coming out of it. Um, You'll remember Christoph. We well, Christoph Jodko, he was he, just because of the name. Yeah, I mean, listen, he landed at well, he landed at a uh, at a at a fifty four percent clip. Um, the other guy landed at a at a, at a sixty uh, percent clip, which is we're really little... trying to figure out how did he get that? Win? How did he get the win? I mean, he threw a Fight whole lot more. His... Like, Look, <laughs> total strikes is more for Mark Andre. This is yeah. why I kept saying like Mark Andre was going right, 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 right. More significant strike landing by one better takedown, but by one, like not percentage. Significant strike landing. Mark Andre landed 39 of 77. Christoph Jocko landed 40 of 117. So if anything, he probably won the fight because of his output. And he threw uh, 181 strikes, landed 98 to um, Mark Andre's 102 strikes, which he landed uh, 62. He had a uh, Mark Andre had a better percentage. Uh, but and they both landed one takedown. But once again, Christoph Jocko went and attempted seven takedowns, landed one, scored one, and Mark Andre uh, scored one takedown to to three attempts. So as far as like efficiency, Mark Andre definitely had the better fight. But as far mm. as output, Christoph Jocko he must he won over the judges. Mm. So next fight was. Uh Olivier Aubin-Mercier. You almost started doing it again. Hmm. Hmm. I had nothing. nothing. I mean, Uh, I was just like, I had nothing. All right, Olivier Aubin-Mercier in Armin. Versus Armin Sarukayan. Yeah, the T T is silent. Yeah. Just delete it. They should. Just delete it. What's what's up with that, man? I'm going to name my next kid with a bunch of silent letters. Word. Right. And then, like, false enunciations. Word. It's basically going to look like Raheem, but it's going to be pronounced Joshua. Hell yeah. I'm going to have, like, 20 different uh, uh, alphabetical characters, but you're going to pronounce the name fuck. And we will ensure that no U, no C, or K is in there. No, no, they're going to be in there. It's just going to be scrambled around. No, no, no. It's just not going to be in there at all. They're going to be in there. They're just going to be scrambled around. Add to the confusion. Yeah. So another fight that went the distance. Um, We, uh, let's see here. Olivier actually came in the underdog. I do remember that. 
um, Sakurayan was uh, active, uh, significantly active in this fight. Yeah, I don't think attacking. it was a hard call to the win, but um, it was just it was just a fight. I can't say nothing like uh, spectacular happened. I can't say that I was like oh on my feet. I can't I can't nah. say much. It was just it was a fight. Armand was on Olivier's ass. Point blank period. Not 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 in, you know, no nefarious sense. But he was just he was just pushing. I mean, he was just pushing the pace. He he attempted eleven takedowns, got two, threw hundred and seventy-four strikes, landed hundred and ten. Uh, you know, he's definitely a fighter, fourteen and two in the UFC in the lightweight division. Um it's funny because man, Olivia Olivier Oben Mercier, he looks huge for the lightweights. These both of these dudes mm-hmm. look like big behind lightweights. You mm-hmm. look like he was watching the middleweight fight. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine Frankie fighting these guys? Hell no! And that's the crazy thing because Frankie mm-hmm. used to be the the champion in the lightweight division before he mm-hmm. dropped down to the featherweight division. It's it's it, it's science, bro. It's science, bro. It's science and mother freaking. Um, supplements, dog. Like uh, the the smarter this is people what GMOs get, get you. I don't know. I mean, it, it's not it's not illegal because they pissing clean, right? But this is it's just like mm-hmm. the science of MMA. Like the, the longer it goes on, the more people gonna learn. You know what I mean? Like how to increase their chances of winning. Like in twenty years from now, Francis Ngannou will be a featherweight. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. It's like you know, I walk around at two forty, but I cut down to two. I cut down to one forty. You cut a hundred pounds in seven days? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hundred pounds in seven days. My eyeballs get sucked in. And I go unconscious for a little bit. My liver is shriveled, but I'm the champion, and that's all that matters. So next fight was a fight worth watching for sure. No, no, no shade at the other individuals, but this one didn't make it to the end of the card. We had Jeff Neal versus Nico Price. Ayo, my man Jeff Neal delivered, and 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 Nico Price ain't no mother freaking slouch either. Okay, mm, no. Every time I see these two individuals' name comes up on a come up on a fight card, I'm tuning in to Jeff. I want to call the man G off so bad. The hands of still nil. I'm tuning the freak in, bro. And Nico Price is a dog. Like, this nigga has no, no back down in him. Both mm-hmm. of these dudes. Anytime I and, see Nico Price or Jeff Nil, I'm, I'm watching the fight. I'm watching Nico's, the fight. Nico's going to do weird things to try and open up uh, opportunities. I mean, very weird things. Um, some of... Some of his uh, um, entry attacks were just, I, I can't describe it. Unorthodox? No. Weird. Just just weird. Like, um, some of his takedown uh, attempts, I think he had one. He had two takedown attempts were just weird attempts. I don't know, man. I can't describe it right now. But not in a negative way, though. No, like, no, I no, like him. At, I mean, I, you know, in welterweight... He, he reminds me of Tony Ferguson, not technically, because Tony Ferguson, when you look at him technically, is like, it's like, it's, 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 you know, it, you would think that is lacking 
in some aspects, right? But he just mm. always finds a way to get it done because he he found that that niche. He found that thing. He found, you know, I don't know that whatever it is that he has to do, whatever place he has to go to to get it done. He 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 now knows how to enter that 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 fourth that fourth realm. You know what I'm saying? And but Nico Price, thirteen and three in the UFC, won no contest. Um, he hasn't found it yet, but. Some guys are professional fighters, and then some guys are dogs. Nico Price is a dog, and and uh, no disrespect to him. You know what I mean? Like, he's a dog, bro. Like, he loves to fight, and I love watching somebody who loves to fight. Like, don't just be in there for a win. He's in there to, he's in there to entertain the fans, mm-hmm. and I think he's in there to entertain his damn self. Mm-hmm. I don't think he—he's fighting. He's fighting. I mean, everybody's fighting for them, but but no, like most people's fighting for their family. Mm 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 mm. Nico's fighting for Nico, and I love it. Yeah, I love every second. And, and, and he lost, but it's just so many. You know, high praise to both of these guys. They came out. It was a it was a war. It was two rounds, but man, the back and forth, man. Nico was landing, Jeff was landing, and, and I knew when I watched the fight with uh, with Nico Price versus Tim Means, and I said to, I was like, man, Nico Price is a dog, but he he's hittable. He he likes to get hit. He likes to take something to give something. Like he wants to turn it into chaos. And Jeff Neal's not the guy to 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 play those games with. You know what I'm saying? He got power, but man, Nico got a chin on him, bro. Like he lost by TKO, but. He jumped back up and was like, he was still ready to go. And you could see that Jeff was, you know, Jeff was fighting a, a technical fight. And Nico was constantly trying to draw him in to the grind, draw him, trying to draw him in to this, just this. Like, Jeff wanted to fight a clean fight, and Nico just wanted to make it dirty. Like, Jeff was in the UFC, and Nico was behind the bar. You know what I'm saying? He was behind the Shady Tavern. You know what I mean? And this nigga, like, like you would think, like, it was broken glass on the floor. That's in his mind. It was broken glass on the floor. It was chicks on bikes. It, it was, it was, it was a very dingy, gringy scene. It's like, it's like something out of a movie. The way that this man was fighting, and I loved every motherfucking second of it. Like the moment that Jeff was getting technical and was trying to attack, Nico would just do some bullcrap, bro, and 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 then catch him. It wasn't like the bullcrap wasn't working. He would catch him. And then Jeff would have to calm it back down and, and, and fight his fight. You know what I'm saying? He was dominating on the ground. Um, well, I enjoyed the hell out of Jeff. He um, yeah. he was very, very fast. Um, he was very light on his feet. It was, uh, it was very enjoying to watch um, just him dart in and out so quickly. Um, I'm still... I mean, we've been watching UFC for years, and I still feel like like these fighters are just getting faster. Um, it's a little scary. He was he was definitely maybe flyweight fast, like the way he was just boom, 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 out. It was like, yo, all right, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna have to really pay attention the next time this guy goes in because he's them hands are so quick. Yeah, his and hand speed is crazy impressive. He uh the stop came just because man, when he postured up, there was some there were some miss hits. But when he postured up, you could see he was not gonna stop. And he was just bashing the hell out of Nico's face. But you know what? Like the I I mean, there were some miss hits, but not 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 when he first started uh the the, the No, you're right. Po- yeah, because yeah. he landed like five in a row. Oh yeah. 
from his I think it was his I'm left hand towards, and he, towards what yeah, called, yeah, towards the, the end, yeah, right. Yeah. He was just throwing volume to get the ref to, to, to exactly. you know to end it. But them them shots, that that ground and pound was was serious. Like mm-hmm. those I those mean, yeah, those Nico, wasn't like even hammer fists. Like he was going I think Nico was going in and out a couple times, man. Like I definitely think like you could see where um when Jeff was hitting him on the side of the face and his head couldn't bounce off the mat, he just had to absorb it. Like there were times where he like fainted just a little bit. And like that's when, you know, Jeff was posture up and just go for that finish, but yeah, man, it was nasty. It was really nasty. Yeah, I, I it was it was it was an amazing fight. Um I was excited for it going in and it and it delivered. It delivered. I don't so know we, where not to cut you off. I don't know where Nico Price is on Instagram, but I am currently trying to find him. So if anybody else follows Nico Price, please DM send me something from his page so we can follow him over here at the Round One Podcast. And personally, I just want to follow the dude. I I, I want to know more about Nico Price. I already follow Jeff Neal. I really like the guy, but I want to I want to follow Nico Price. I want to see what what, 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 is, what is he doing. I mean, Tony Ferguson's out in the mountains kicking still. I, I, I'm just expecting Nico Price to be I don't know punching firecrackers or, or or standing on them or something, something ridiculous. But but whatever it is, I, I want to be a part. I want to watch it. I want to tune in. Wow. I thought you I I thought you never mind. That's all. I wow. <laughs> yep. Hmm. I want to be a part. I want to be a part of all. I want to be a part of what this man got going on. He's like he's like the young Diego Sanchez. He's like the he he's he's just I just he's one he mouth might froth. Be the old Diego Sanchez. Nah, man. I mean, he got he got a lot of pep in the step. He's like one mouth oh, not froth that, away. Not that realm. Not that realm. Spiritual walks in the desert realm. Oh, yeah. I I, I just I, I need to I need to know more about this guy. He's a very interesting character. Very interesting character. So, uh, on to the co-main event. We had Chris Cyborg versus Felicia Spencer. And boy, were we surprised. Yeah, I was. I was surprised. I was wrong. I mean, one, we definitely called this one wrong. Two, I definitely did not see... Felicia Spencer uh, in there for for three rounds and and if, by the way the um you know the the fight callers were uh, saying didn't seem like they had it for her as well um, I think at one point John Ankin was like uh, uh, her stock has definitely gone up and I, I can definitely agree with that she she really held her own she was really tough she wasn't showing any any wincing, any backing down. I mean, this girl is one that I wrote her name down for. Like, I want to follow her. She is a survivor, for sure a survivor. Yeah, I mean, most certainly. Felicia the Phenom Spencer is, she definitely, this was her coming out, and she, she lost the fight. But man, she let us know that she is a real contender in the women's featherweight division. Um, I did not expect. I was with you, bro. I thought it was going to be a first round knockout. Thought she was going to get mm-hmm. walked over, but she made it a grind. She was like a little female Cain Velasquez in there. 
heavy on the clinch. She don't look like she's that strong, right? But she surprised the hell out of me. Um, beautiful elbows, the little stepping elbow. Uh, Dana White said something at the pro, at the post conference, and I agree 100% with her, with him. Once she gets her strength and conditioning down, and gets all of that, all of the, you know, just just get polished. She's only she's only seven and one. Um, once she gets all her strengthening and conditioning down, and she just gets a little polished, she is going to be a problem. She might drop down to the one thirty five after the spend, after after the strength and conditioning comes in. She might drop down to one thirty five and start wrecking house. But she is definitely going to be a problem, bro. Felicia the Phenom Spencer. Ah. I'm, I'm 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 tuning in another person. I said it before. You know this this card had a lot of guys that we didn't know. But one of the good things about that is you get to know new people and meet new fighters and you know be introduced to new fighters. Felicia the Phenom Spencer was definitely one of those fighters that I was introduced to on Saturday and that I will definitely be keeping my eye on. I I like her. I like her style. I like her. Yeah, um no doubt that you know Chris Cyborg uh got the definitive win. It's just that Felicia, she held her own in a time where it didn't seem possible. She even inflicted nasty damage, maybe like two and a half, three inch long gash on Cyborg's head. And it might have started off at just, you know, one and a half inches and that second elbow just split it another inch and a half, man. It was... And she had one thing I liked about her elbows. Um... She had, like, the Superman elbow that she did. But what I really liked is when she was in the clinch and she would be in this um, single-leg takedown position, she would throw an elbow back, which would, like, disrupt whatever Cyborg was trying to do to fight the hands or whatever it was to get her up to try and get the double underhooks. She would throw this elbow back, you know, pop you in the face and and, and really make you think. And I don't—I haven't seen— um, this year, if in all the fights that I've watched this year, I haven't seen that happen too often, um, and I, I really, I really like this. She is nowhere near um, her prime in a good way. Um, Felicia is one of those. If she continues to dig at it, she's like um, she could be like a rose. She could be like a thug rose. She can definitely um, take this loss and know what she has in her. And just and just come back as a really dominant fighter. Yeah, I mean, and it's funny because her um her fighting style is not is is not like you know one of my you know favorites on 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 paper, right? Like if you say she was just a regular a, a wrestler, heavy, uh, got to get the fight to the ground. Um, I mean, I, you know, for the exception of Damian Maya and. Um, uh, Gunner Gunny Nelson and people like that. <clears throat> I normally, you know, I, I like people who can mix it up. On paper, I didn't expect her. I, I didn't. I didn't like you know just seeing and, and knowing what she did previously. I, I didn't think that that it was going to be something that I that you know I I was going to be down for man. But the way she mixes in her takedowns, like she's not she's wrestling heavy and submission based heavy, but she is not afraid to stand up and bang. You know what I mean at all and. She did it against, like, one of the scariest people ever. And she wasn't even, like, like you said, she wasn't phased or she wasn't wincing. Until the third round, when Cyborg started, you know, unearthing them 
she woman, wonder woman, ungodly Amazonian punches on her. I mean, mm -hmm. she hit her with 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 like a full Captain Marvel blast at one of those one of those punches. Mm -hmm. Just came over the top. And even Felicia, like like I, the the poker face, she dropped her poker cards and for a second. And, 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 and you know, it's not her fault. You know, it's not her fault. You get kicked in the you get kicked in the in the mother freaking solo plexus. By 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 somebody whose whose last name is Cyborg, that's not a nickname. It's just Chris Cyborg. You know what I mean? You get need in the plexus by need in the solar plexus by by somebody named by somebody named Cyborg. You're gonna wince, but then she just sucked it right back up, picked up her cards, and just kept on going. Gosh darn! I respect Felicia Spencer and Cyborg, man. I mean, she was trying to get it done in the first round. She you, was. You could tell, and this was she the last was fight on her UFC contract. Oh, was it? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. You could tell she was. She was. Uh, she was not happy. And in the post conference, she said that she was. You know, she has. She has issues with UFC. She has issues with Dana White. She doesn't like the bull crap that they're saying. She came, showed up with an Amanda Nunes versus Cyborg two shirt on in February. I think that's what the shirt said. So she was like mm -hmm. letting you know, like, listen, I don't care what the freak they say. You know what I'm saying? But but she took out all her frustration. You know, Dana White knows how to push people's buttons. Like he knows how to motivate people, whether it be the right way, the wrong way. It's just the way. Yeah. Gets yeah. I mean, he's like he's like a, he's like an evil genius. Uncle Dana is an evil genius. Because he called Cyborg scared. And said she didn't want to fight Amanda Nunes. And she went, and she tried to go out there and murder that girl in the first round. And, and the girl held it off for a long time. She didn't end up getting finished. But that was Dana's fault. She was punching. That was a Dana. You remember, you remember Waterboy? Yeah. Where, where Bobby Boucher just imagined that, you know, it was, it was Coach whatever on the head of, of whom, whomever that was talking against Water. You mm -hmm. talking about my mama. I ain't say nothing about your mama. That, that's what was happening in that ring. Cyborg was looking at that yeah. woman like you said I was scared to fight Nunez and she's like I don't know anything about that <laughs> bro it, it, it got, it got, Cyborg Cyborg wasn't trying to fight that girl she didn't even want to shake her hand she didn't want to do she didn't want to touch no, gloves nothing. none of that bro nothing. that girl had a Dana White head on but Felicia earned the respect to Cyborg for sure at the end of that fight 100% she definitely earned the respect and Cyborg should have earned the respect of Joe Rogan. Um, not that Joe Rogan doesn't respect Cyborg, but a lot of people was giving him slack because um, he was saying that Cyborg was going to get tired out or was Cyborg tiring out. And it did appear that Cyborg was maybe slowing down, but mm-mm. Because when that third round came, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't any slowed down. So Cyborg earned the respect also of people who ever questioned her cardio. Um, mm -hmm. I thought that answer was already done. When she went five rounds with Holly Holmes, but this was a different type of fight. Holly Holmes was just like, like Cyborg and Holly Holmes was kind of like point fighting, you know, not point fighting. Holly Holmes was kind of point fighting. Cyborg was trying to hit her, but, you know, Holmes was being elusive. But Cyborg was able to take her time and pick her strikes and then burst when she needed to. This was more of a, a wrestling push grind and Cyborg held it off, held, you know, stopped her from getting, a, you know, getting a takedown. I'm not sure if she even scored. Did she score a takedown? No, I don't recall it. No, she attempted yeah. eight takedowns, and she scored uh, none of them. So Cyborg defended eight takedowns, and um, she threw 234 strikes and landed 138, a 59% clip. 
Okay, and that's total strikes. Significant strikes. Now, that's significant strikes is not jabs. It's not little leg kicks. Significant strikes is like hooks, uh, uh, uppercuts, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, uh, body kicks. 216 attempted. She landed 122, a 56.5% clip. Hella efficient by Cyborg. Dangerous. Man, I would not ever want to be on that woman's bad side. Ever. God damn, them numbers don't lie. Ever, man. I mean, I don't care. Cyborg's daughter could be the most beautiful woman in the world. Beautiful woman in the world. She's going to have the hardest time getting a date. You want to know why? Because her mama's name is Cyborg. All right? What's the little girl's name? I'm not talking trash. I just want to know if she goes to school as Juliana Cyborg. Is that your last name, too? Gosh, darn it. I I would be so afraid of her mama if my son came home and was like, yeah, I found this girl. She's so pretty. And, yeah, her last name is such and such Cyborg. It's like, no, son. Mm Mm-mm. No, we, we we can't do that. We can't do that. It's not gonna end well for you. No, it's not gonna end well for you. You need to make a you need to make a strong life decision mm-hmm. right now. If you break our heart, we all gonna whoop your ass. Listen, if you I gotta I gotta beat you. I gotta beat you down so that her mom don't beat me down, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Why you go picking fights with this woman? Now you got me out here looking all all like a all, all like a woman. I listen all like a a, a punk. Getting getting my behind kicked by a woman that is you know not, nothing anti-feminist, but man, li- listen, the leader of the feminist movement, cyborg, just put her on your flag, guys. Even though Amanda Nunes knocked her out, I'm still more scared of cyborg than I am of Amanda. I don't know why. Maybe it's something to do with the name. Sounds like it. I'm ready to see number two. Run it back. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be different. Run that motherfucker back. Because I think we're going to get a three. Mm. I seen how it ended in the first one. But if we go to the second one, I don't know. Run it back. I want to see it again. Cyborg is getting a little older. So Amanda got the age. Amanda got the youth. Mm -hmm. But run that mother freaker back, dog. I want to see that crap for real. And on to the main event. Max Holloway. Max Bless versus Frankie the Answer Edgar. <sighs> That's exactly the reaction I expect. Dag on it, man. Dag on it, man. Hell of a fight by Frankie Edgar and Max Holloway. Let me frame this fight for the listeners. Hell of a fight. When five-minute rounds go by at one-minute intervals, maybe I didn't use proper English on that. When a five-minute round feels like one minute, you know it's a hell of a fight. Hell yeah. I mean, we undoubted, like we knew we was watching a war. And Max was just so technical and just so buttery and smooth. Frankie fast as hell, just getting in the inside, trying to land stuff. He was landing, came across with a lot of um, a, a, a lot of hooks. You know what I mean? He was coming across mm-hmm. over the top. He was trying to catch Max in the break every time they got up against the cage. He was trying to catch him with an elbow or something at the break. Oh, man. I mean, 
It's the it's the way that I kind of expected it to go. I'm happy Frankie didn't get finished. Um, yeah, yeah. But what a mother freaking legend, bro! Two freaking legends going back, going back and forth, just 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 going after it. Um, it was the passing of the guard, man. Frankie is one of my favorite fighters of all time. Max Holloway is probably my favorite fighter currently, like right now, like like above John Jones. Is Max Holloway for me right now? It's crazy. I didn't think it would ever happen, but oh man, Max blessed Holloway, bro. Shoosh. I, I, I he just I, I can't say I can't say more about the man. I can't say more about the man. I don't. I I I couldn't give you more to say. It's just his his knowledge and his abilities his 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 literal fight IQ while he's in there and the reads that he was getting on Frankie and and like his his use of of uh of his distance he kind of oh, there was times man, where like yeah. you said like Frankie got in but there was a lot of times where like Max knew exactly where he was at I think um I think part of the game when he starts crouching down to try and get at Frankie's level that 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 makes Frankie aim within his normal reach and then all Max really has to do is just stand up and lean back and he's easily outside of that reach but um Frankie was Frankie was putting in work man like Frankie he was he was bro was absolutely doing everything he could to try and close that gap that was also like that was hard for me though. That was that was emotionally hard for me to watch Frankie, the shorter fighter, just not be able to get in as often as he should have on someone his size. The and craziest and not to cut you off, but the craziest part about it is the the craziest part about it is is that's the exact same way Frankie versus Aldo looked. But Max is longer and he his his cardio is better than Aldo. Like the the way that uh, uh, Frankie and, and Aldo went is Frankie was able to gain some advantage at the later rounds because he just has the better cardio. Mm -hmm. But Max's cardio and Frankie's cardio is evenly matched. Mm -hmm. So the length it, it just Max Holloway is the upgraded version of of, of Jose Aldo, and you've seen that in that fight. And there's no knock against Frankie, but if I could just I mean, the results is if you do not know, Max Holloway got uh, uh, the f the five round decision, um, unanimous decision, and reclaimed his championship. I don't want Frankie Edgar to retire, and I don't want Frankie Edgar to continue to 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 to. His time is precious now because he's thirty seven years old. Mm -hmm. I want Frankie Edgar, I believe Frankie Edgar, can still be a two-division champion. All he has to do, right now he's fighting at his natural weight class. He used to be the 155-pound champion. And that's when, that, like, he was just, he was bigger, but that was, he wasn't cutting weight. The reason why he doesn't like to cut weight is because he was a wrestler as a kid. Um... Mm. Now he now he fights at 145, which is more of his just natural weight class. He doesn't have to cut weight. I want Frankie to cut the weight and for the first time in his career be the bigger man. He took the championship from BJ Penn, who fought once Leota Machida at middleweight or light heavyweight. 
Okay? So BJ Penn was also a big guy. BJ Penn fought uh, a George St. Pierre. BJ Penn beat Matt Hughes for the welterweight championship. So that's the guy Frankie beat to get the belt. Now, I want Frankie Edgar for the first time in his career to end his career being the bigger fighter. If Frankie Edgar drops down to 135, I can without a shadow of a doubt say that Frankie Edgar will be the uh, 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 Bantamweight champion in 2020 or 2021. If Frankie Edgar goes down, there's nobody messing with him. I think his power uh, increases because, I, I, because they're just smaller guys. He knocked out mm-hmm. Chad Mendes, so you know he has the punching power. I think his speed probably increases, and his wrestling is so nasty. You look at Uriah Faber. Frankie beat Uriah Faber. You know, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Frankie, please, bro. Please, bro. Drop down to 135. I heard, Chad, I heard uh, um, Gilbert Melendez saying he just wants Frankie to take uh, 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 money fights. Bump the money fight. Drop down to 135, bro, and beat Henry Cejudo or whoever Henry Cejudo ends up losing to or whatever the case is. If Frankie drops down to 135, he's one fight away from being champion. Maybe two fights at the max. That's what I want to see, bro. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad. And I don't, I I can't find any way to disagree. Um, Maybe just... Maybe it's just age, not wanting to um, be doing that to your body at 37. I, I don't know. I, I'm interested to see right. where he goes. So, um, I mean, you, he's you, already he's already guaranteed into the Hall of Fame. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. He's a former he, champion. He's, he's definitely a living legend. Yep. And. Excuse me. If he can, if he can, if he can take the weight cut and be healthy down there and uh, not take an easy fight, but take a good break-in fight. Mm-hmm. Someone that's going to um, challenge him, maybe another wrestler, um, just to get him used into that weight class. I don't even, I don't yeah. even think he needs, I don't even think it needs to be another wrestler because I mean, Frankie is a wrestler, but he's a wrestler first, but his hands are so nasty and he's so fast. Mm-hmm. It's just that he can't close the distance because Max Holloway's, uh, 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 not reach, just his height, and and the use of and the use of uh, the movement. I just you could put Frankie in there versus Aljamain Sterling. Like, put drop Frankie in. Yeah, there. he beats Aljamain. All like, day, though. put Frankie. Like, if 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 uh if uh Henry Cejudo has to drop down, has to go back to one twenty five, and go against Benavidez, then put. Frankie against Aljamain. Why? Why you say Benavides? Joseph. Yeah. Why? Henry Cejudo. We, we just talked about this uh, not too long ago. Joseph Benavides. I thought, just, just, I thought he just vacated his belt. Henry Cejudo. Yeah, I thought Joseph Benavides is fighting for the interim. No. Against whom? I thought I saw that. No. Joseph Benavides. Um, uh. Uh. uh Dana White just just um, clarified it not too long ago that Joseph ben, I mean that uh, Henry Cejudo's next fight is going to be against Joseph Benavidez. Mm. Yeah, Henry Henry Cejudo, um, he he didn't he didn't turn up any fights. Joseph Benavidez just beat Juicy A Formiga, um, and to make him the you know unanimous number one contender. So now you got 
uh, well, he, and I and I and, and before I, I did say I want Aljamain Sterling versus Peter Yan. So, you know, to play devil's advocate, pit Aljamain Sterling versus Peter Yan on the same card that you do just. Uh, 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 Henry Cejudo versus Joseph Benavidez. But I say uh, let, um, I don't know, man, Frankie Edgar versus, I don't want to say, I don't want to say. Um, yeah, this is what I saw. Yeah, no, that's 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 Alexandra uh, uh, Penchera trying to mm. get a, uh, uh uh, interim, but Henry Cejudo, that dude needs to keep fighting Alexander. That's you keep fighting. Joseph Benavidez already beat Henry Cejudo, and now he's the number one contender again. So he deserves the the title shot. Dana White already said uh, Joseph Benavidez is should be is probably going to be the next fight for Henry Cejudo, and I agree with it. Henry Cejudo is calling out all these wild people, mother freaking. Um, Uriah Faber and it's catching it's catching steam. I wouldn't be mad that if Uriah got a chance. Uriah is is never had UFC gold, so I wouldn't be mad at that. But, bro, if we if you go back down to and that's in the one thirty five division where Uriah Faber is talking about fighting him. But if you go back down to one twenty five to defend that belt, it's going to be against Joseph Benavidez. Now, if he decides not to go back down and defend that belt, if he decides to fight Uriah Faber or Somebody else, then yes, it should be. They should do a um uh, an interim because then he's fought twice outside of the division, so it would be it would only be right to do an interim. And then if he doesn't go back down after that, then you strip him of the belt. But uh, as of right now, you got to give him the same opportunity that um the UFC gave Amanda Nunes, which is to be able to go back down and defend and defend the title that you have. Yeah, and Dana kind of made it clear um, in that uh, fight choice after that fight with Amanda and Holly was that um, Dana always gives you a choice. You either go back down and defend or you vacate. Yeah, that's it. That's it. There I mean, he no didn't give the, he, he doesn't give the right. right. Well, he huh? doesn't, he doesn't call the interim. It's, it's you vacate. No, you'll get, so. you'll, you'll get a chance to do You'll get a chance to do an interim depending on who you are and what's the situation. Um, I mean, look at mother freaking uh, Conor McGregor, right? So depending on who you are, what the situation is, like if you're injured and that's the reason why you're not defending, then like you you just defended against or you just unified it against Marlon Morales. So the 135 division, you got time. So you do you have time to um, before you have to fight at 135 again. But you now do have to go back because the last time you fought at 125 is against T.J. Dillashaw which was before the Marlon Morales fight. So that's what's up next is 125. So if you neglect the 125-pound div- uh, division, then, then it, I believe they'll do an interim because Henry Cejudo is um, – he saved the featherweight division. I mean, he saved the, uh, the flyweight division. And, and right now, the juice from the flyweights is coming with Henry Cejudo with the belt around him more than anybody else. You, you need him to, to really create a rival and before – somebody else comes up or or somebody else to just get popping before you know somebody else comes up and, and takes it in the in the 125 division you know be safe because i think right now even if henry Cejudo decides to never go back to 125 they probably they might still close the uh, the division down you know what yeah. i mean yeah but um 
Very exciting, man. Shouts out to Max Bless Holloway, bro. I mean, just a crisp, smooth um, uh, uh, fight. I think his next uh, opponent would be Alexander Vol- uh, Volkanovsky. Uh, Dana White said that he wants to fight him, and he wants him to fight again on the same card as the Robert Whitaker versus uh, uh, the Stylebender. Um which I'm for because Robert Whitaker has horrible luck when it comes down to fighting in Australia. So now, if you put Max Holloway on that card, I'm going to buy it either way. Whether or not Robert Whitaker is, is healthy or not. But I really, 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 really freaking hope that we get to see Robert Whitaker versus Israel Adesanya and Max Holloway versus um, Volkanovski. Killer card. Killer mother freaking card. I can agree with that, too. It'd probably be the first time that Max Holloway is the co-main event versus the main event, which would be interesting. Not the first time, because he's done it before. But, you know, he's just so popping right now. That would be a killer motherfucker. That would be a December fight. No, that's that's, um, already slated for November or October. That's early. Yeah, that's why why he was talking about whether or not he wanted to um, do a quick turnaround or not. He was saying maybe, uh, you know, fight later on. in December makes more sense just because it's the end of the year. No, I agree. I'm just going off of what Dana White said at the press no, conference, no. at the post-conference, yeah. um, the post-fight conference. He was saying that it will be it, it would be Volkanovski in, uh, in Australia, which is slated for October or late October, I believe. It might be October 13th. I don't know why that, that date is in my mind for that fight. Um, I don't think that they have a date automatically slated, but they was trying to do that fight in Nevada, and then it, uh, they realized what a huge mistake they was about to make. And mind-blowing mistake that they was about to make um, in, in, in not booking that fight for Australia. So, yeah, I'm ready to see the Aussie versus... Uh, what, 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 does, what, does, uh, what does Israel call himself? One's an Aussie and one's a, one's from New Zealand oh, and one's from and one's from Australia. Well, no. Well, it's all um, in Australia, but one's an Aussie and one's a. Yeah, isn't um Whitaker? Isn't he? Um, he's either Aussie. Let me find out. He's from. He's he's definitely. He's an New Aussie. Zealand, and he um he turned his back on them, is what Izzy was saying. Well, Izzy's from that, Izzy's from mother freaking uh, uh, um, uh, Nigeria. Nigeria. New Zealand. Yeah, I don't know where that. But what do you mean by that? Izzy's from Nigeria, but he fights out of. But then he moved to New Zealand, so that's his. So he has roots in both. But I'm just saying. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. He fight. Yeah. Okay, I just I just feel yeah, like right, it's the, which is why okay, man, that that threw me for a loop there for a second. I don't know why, but yeah, that's why Izzy um, comes at Whitaker about that. Yeah, I just think Izzy's Whitaker talking. just completely em- embraced the uh, the Aussie side. Might be true, might not be. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like a Caucasian dude that moved to Africa that called me a fake black person, but whatever. What do I know? Um... Israel Adesanya is talking a lot of trash. Hopefully he can back it up. I got 
Robert Whitaker on that fight. Um, yep, yeah, I do. Uh, if he's healthy, yeah, I, I got Robert Whitaker on that fight. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. But um, UFC 240, a uh, very, very okay card. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of hard to. Um, I mean, it was a good car for sure. Um, Absolutely super normal. Yeah, I enjoyed it though. I, I enjoyed it too because it had a lot of like. I mean, it's Max Holloway versus Frankie Edgar. I was going to buy it. If I would have bought Max Holloway versus Frankie Edgar if that was the only fight in the car. Thank God for Jeff Neal and Nico Price and, and, and Chris Cyborg and Felicia Spencer. Because they really made it like, you know, you know, really like, you know, when you sit back, it was like, they made ah, it easy to get money. into the later night, uh, later part of the night. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But hell of a hell of a card. Um, hell of a card, man. UFC, bro. Next week, we got mother freaking Kobe Covington versus um, uh, uh, Robbie Lawler. That's going to be a hell of a fight. So we got to do an episode. We're going to do an episode uh, of an in-depth breakdown of that card. We've mentioned it a whole bunch of times, but we got Jim Miller versus Clay, uh, Clay Guida, which is going to be a whole lot of movement and a whole lot of punches and submissions, and, and it's going to be crazy as hell. Clay Guida is going to be jumping around and not sitting down at the chair when they give it to him. He, I, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like the chair. I don't even know why they bring the stool in anymore for Clay Guida. He doesn't want to sit down. He wants to stand and jump, okay? I think they bring the stool in to make it more proven that, you know, he chose not to sit down. Oh, yeah. If, if, if UFC was like boxing when you, when you fought 12 rounds, Clay Guida would be the undisputed champion forever. <laughs> Just by sheer, like, like nobody could outlast them. Like, okay, I'm tired. You know, normally in the 12 rounds, like two people are tired. Like Clay Guida, you look across the ring, and he's just still standing up, jumping. It's like, do you want some water? I don't need it. I drink Someone the sweat from my hair. the sugar that that man puts in his coffee in the morning. <laughs> I think I'm Clay sure is not the right white powder. <laughs> Bro, I seen Clay Guida get choked out, stand back up and run around the ring with his hands up after it was over. I'm like, "Bro, you don't got to prove to the judges. You don't got to you was just sleep." He was like, "Nope, not sleep." <laughs> <laughs> I never sleep. I never sleep. I never sleep. So, yeah, that's going to be on uh, UFC on ESPN. Kobe Covington, Robbie Lawler, Jim Miller, Yo, Clay This Guida. one's early. I'm happy about it. I like that. I'm, I think, I, Newark, what are y'all doing? Why, why y'all got UFC fighters scared to be there late at night? What is going on? That going to prelim start at noon. It's probably something. It's probably something going on later in the day with um within the provincial in um in the prudential center. Mm. They probably got another venue or something. Or that makes I, sense. I don't know. I couldn't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I know we got to get to a Nork fight, man. We got to get to a mother freaking Nork fight. That's what I do know. Yeah. According to this, they have nothing else going on. Hmm. Hmm. I see. Hmm. I don't know. Ah, September 8th, Mary J. Blas with Nas. <laughs> I like how the mouse got big for that one to tell you. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'd go down to see some Mary J. Some Mary J. and Nas. I think we need to book that. We need to book that show. 
Oh, check it out, Josh. It's the Backstreet Boys. That's what I'm talking about. September 15th. Fuck that, MJ. How dare you ever go see the Backstreet Boys? Backstreet Boys are back. Oh, my God. Tell me why ain't nothing but it. I'll make to me wait. Yo. Tell me. All I think about. All I think about. Now number five. The cold opener. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yo, the opener was funny than the entire darn show, bro. Now number five. He says, "Uh, can you tell me anything about the killer? Um, he was singing that song. Um, I want it that way in the bathroom. And he was like, I know that one. Number one." Please sing the opening to I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. And that black dude was like, uh, okay, but let me sing it in perfect pitch. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. see that we're falling apart. Yeah, I had a cousin Yo, that when they got to, to the number five. That crap was hilarious. They finished that crap. And she was like, it was him. Number five is the one that killed my brother. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Like, yeah, the cut was hilarious, <laughs> though. Yo, go watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. Shout that out, that is my show. Hell yeah! Who's the dude that does that? Brooklyn Nine Nine. Andy Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. From, uh, from, we're on a boat. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forget what's, what's the name boat. of the group. What's the name of their group? Uh, Lonely Island. Boys. Yeah, the Lonely Island Boys. Hey yo, yeah. watch. Never stop, never stopping. Is what's it? What's, <laughs> Ayo, Ayo, watch that mother freaking movie, bro, is hilarious. Yo, go get the soundtrack to that joint. Hell yo. yeah, look that joint up, bro. Yo. I'm not gay. Oh, if I was, man. I would want equal rights. But <laughs> <laughs> if I was, I would marry not who gay. I'm like. <laughs> yo, yo, that crap yo. is hilarious. Mona uh, Lisa, you're an ugly piece of shit. <laughs> yo, that was the Lonely Island Boys movie right yo, there. Yo, that crap was so funny. This nigga made a whole song about how humble he was. Yo, watch Pop Star. That's what it's called. Pop Star, yeah, never Pop stop, Star, never, never stopping. Stop. Bro, yeah. that crap was too freaking funny. Hilarious movie, dog. Hilarious oh, movie. Man. That was the funniest movie I've seen in a long time. The only other movie that made me laugh that hard was the movie by um with the, was the movie with um who's the dude? Oh, James Franco. James Franco. Why him? Did you see that? No, I haven't seen Why him. Oh my gosh, you're doing a disservice to yourself and your entire community. I ha I know I know that movie though. I actually know that movie. Yeah, you should because you have it. You just didn't watch it. Well, I mean, I have everything, bro. Watch why him and pop star again, cause well, I've already yeah. Cause when that I nigga put on that. when that nigga put on that EDM helmet, it it it, it turned it on. He was like <laughs> he was like it, it looks like Optimus Prime's dick. <laughs> How do I look, guys? You look like Optimus Prime's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Gosh yeah. darn. Hell of a tangent. But you know what? You know those are two motherfreaking movies that you need to check out, dog. Facts. Pop star, never stop, never stopping, and why him, bro? Hilarious. Facts. All right, so 
Next week, UFC, ESPN. Um, we're going to come to you with a whole new mother freaking episode. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so politically correct. <laughs> yeah. Sports. All right, cut it, cut it, cut it. You gotta cut I it there. Can't. You gotta I cut can't. it there. We gotta, we gotta wrap this up. We gotta wrap this up. We gotta know that was You have to. They gotta find it for themselves. You can't get it all anyway. You always get on me about mother freaking copyright. We gotta end it. We gotta end it. All right. So, all right. We gave you guys, we gave you guys the best, the best that we could. Please tune into the next episode of Round One as we bring you this mother freaking, well, the next MMA version uh, or, or volume episode when we bring you the the, the updates from the UFC as my man Andy Sandberg is, is playing me off and the, is, is playing me the outro in the back uh, uh, to not gay while I talk about two men fighting the octagon. Um, only <laughs> one round one. <laughs> 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 Robbie Lawler oh, versus mother freaking Kobe Covington. And then after that, we got the biggest mother freaking fight announcement. I'm so freaking excited about this mother freaking fight. I don't even know what is happening, but I know it's happening. Cowboy, Donald Cowboy Cerrone versus Justin Gaethje. Oh my God, my head is going to explode. I'm so freaking hyped for that fight. So we got to do a breakdown of that. I so bad for Justin Gaethje right now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know, bro. Because I might feel he bad for Cowboy. He likes... Yeah, but he also likes to get into kicking wars. Bro, he kicks better. His he, he kick his leg kicks is better than Cowboy's leg kicks. The leg kicks. The Cowboy's not just gonna keep it at the legs. No, I know, facts. bro. Facts, one hundred percent facts. But the problems Cowboy has lost to people like, uh, um, uh, 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 what's our boy's name? Um. Dad, go on. Jorge Masvidal. Jorge Masvidal. He lost to uh, uh, he lost to the man that we keep calling him um, Eve, which his name is not Leon Eve. Edwards? Leon Edwards. He lost to Leon Edwards. He lost to Darren Till. Justin Gaethje is a whole plate of mother f. Okay, just a whole, just take a, a buffet style plate and just fill it. With mother F's, okay? That's Justin Gaethje in the octagon, all right? I, I'm not even going to get in, in, into who I want to take on that fight. But I just, that, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm seeing that. I'm seeing that fight. We're seeing that fight. <sighs> so exciting. So that's it, bro. You got anything else for this MMA episode of round one? Yeah. Um, since that fight starts at noon, how are we watching it? Hmm. I don't know. I do not. Know. You can't work this weekend. Um, fight starts at three. I might work till twelve. It depends. I might just stay late all week. That way I can. That way I can 
not have to do anything else on the weekends. I don't know. If BJ's listening, he'll know that I'm going to give all my changes to him since he's working this weekend. BJ's gets extra work. Oh, I, I sung that in the same tone as uh, Andy Sandberg's Not Gay. Not Gay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Take him out, Lou. All right, guys. Uh, as always, God bless. No, you're not, you're not going to wish him good night, though? Oh, you know what? Take him out, Lou. <laughs> As always, guys, God bless. Good night. Not gay. Deuces. How do I stop this? Oh, you know what? You know what? Not not gay. Like, if you're gay, then this is, like, not for you. Not gay. In the sense that, you know, who you are, it's beautiful. Not gay. You get what I'm saying? It's not a homophobic undertone. It's just, it's, it's just a song. You got to get the comedy in. Don't be so sensitive. Don't be so sensitive. You, you got to be kind of tough to do what you do anyway. God bless you. Good night. Fucking clitorises. Round one.